Welcome, 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 welcome. Hello, yes, my name's Pete Morgan. This is The Puppy Podcast. Uh, It's a podcast where, on one hand, I talk about the lives of our two dogs. We have a golden Labrador, Lincoln, who's four years old, and six-month-old Black Lab Elvis. We do talk about Elvis more. Why? Because he's the puppy that the podcast was named after. And also, it's dual purpose. The other purpose of um, the Puppy Podcast is where puppy owners, dog lovers, can come together, share their experiences, their trials, tribulations, in the hope that we will all become better puppy and dog owners. So if you've got a question uh, about your dog or your puppy and you think that not just me, but the extended Puppy Podcast family can help, Um, There's an awful lot of experience out there. Do get in touch. Uh, We're on Facebook, uh, the Puppy Podcast uh, Facebook page. You can find us on Instagram, at the Puppy Podcast, on Twitter, at Puppy Podcast. And, of course, you can always email us as well, thepuppypodcast at gmail.com. If you're joining us for the very first time, thank you so much for choosing to listen. I know with podcasts there is so much choice out there i don't think there's another podcast like this i know there's other pet ones there's other dog ones um out there but i don't think there's a a a podcast quite like the puppy podcast at this other so but thank you so much for choosing to listen to us uh if you found us via itunes or stitcher google play or iHeartRadio. uh it would be great if you could just leave a review um, on the app or on the site. Uh, that really uh, means a lot. Thanks very much. And however you're listening to us, uh, whether you are walking your dog, whether you are keeping your dog cool, uh, you're in the car, wherever, hello. I want to say hello as well to Tad, who got in touch. Um, he's getting well ahead of the game. His new puppy has only just been born. So he's not going to be getting this new puppy for a few weeks. Uh, but he got in touch, contacted us via Facebook. It's been lovely to hear from him. Sent us a picture of this little tiny puppy firmly attached uh, to his mum. And we're going to be joined by Tad on the podcast in a future episode. Um, also... I genuinely want to say thank you very much to the members of the Puppy Podcast family who got in touch after last week's section um, about Elvis's training. And I played you a recording that I'd made when we had to come away from the training um, where I um, I got a bit emotional. Uh, I got a bit emotional. Um, yeah, I I really felt the love from the Puppy Podcast family and that was a very sweet thing so thank you very much for that this week's episode is dedicated to puppy dog of the week Uh, (laughs) it's my own jingle uh who is called dodgem which is one of my favorite names i've ever heard for a dog ever earlier on i spoke to dodgem's mum called louise and i asked her as i ask all puppy owners Tell us about Dodgem. Dodgem is a Bedlington Terrier. He's seven and a half months old. He was born on the 18th of November. Um, we got him from a breeder in Lancaster. We'd had a Bedlington previously, a rescue one, and when he passed away, we always said we wanted another Bedlington, so we got Dodgem. Um, they normally come in a liver or a sandy colour, a liver or a blue colour, but he's a sandy one, so he's Ooh. quite rare. 
Um, it can be a little bit of a win. Because <laughs> I think he's molly coddled. Or he's very cute. He has, he's had five haircuts already. Um, he loves his toys. Absolutely loves his toys. Um, so balls, cuddly toys, anything. And plant pots. He loves plant pots. Well, we we are towards the end of June 2017. How old yeah. is, is Dodgem now? He's seven and a half months old. Oh, <laughs> that's so. The, so the, 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 yeah, the previous Bedlington that you had was the rescue. Yeah. How old was yeah. that Bedlington when you got him? He was about three when we got him. Ah, right. So you've you've not really been through the. The kind of puppy we've experience. the first puppy we've had. Uh, and how did you find it? Or how have you been finding it? Um, different. Because <laughs> he's into everything. So yeah. the garden, we've had two dogs before and they were fine. And, and he's like Houdini. He'll get through any bit of hedge we've had. I had to put wire up against all the hedges. And then he's still in the neighbour's garden playing with their kids' balls. And I'm like, how on earth has he got through there? So, but... I wouldn't have him any other way. He's brilliant. Oh, <laughs> but it that's is. lovely. The first, we, we picked him up on a Friday night. We had a weekend with him together. I came to work and my husband, Darren, got home on the Monday and went, thank God you're home. <laughs> 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 on his first day with him on his own. <laughs> I mean, what would, what would you say, I mean, for those people, because there's going to be people listening who've only just got a puppy or yeah. a very, I mean, what what is kind of the one big piece of advice that you think that every puppy owner should should be aware of? Um, I say be patient with him because he will learn and it's just about, it's just about practice, doing it again and again and again till we learn because he will learn eventually. Sometimes you think they never will, mm. but just persevere and they will, and they'll turn out to be fantastic. So, like with the with the training, like with the puppy pads and things like that, and staying and all that kind of thing. Eventually, they'll get it. You've just got to keep persevering. What's his What's his recall like? Is he good? Does he come back to good. his name? And, yeah, he's oh, good. brilliant. Yeah, he's brilliant. Really uh, good. Because he thinks when he's coming back, he's going to get a treat. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. If you if you just yeah. pander to the greed of dogs. You'll, yeah, uh, you exactly. know, you generally won't go. Why yeah. Dodgem? Where did the name come from? Well, my husband used to be a fairground artist. He used to paint fairground rides. Wow. So we always wanted to pick something. It was always going to be something fairground related. And we wanted a name that no, we've not heard any other dogs called. No. And it was like Dodgem. And everywhere we go, and they say, what's his name? We go, Dodgem. They go, oh, cool name, brilliant name. It is. So I love it. Pick Dodgem. I think it's yeah. wonderful. And to be fair, much better than Helter Skelter or Waltzer. I know. Well, you know. that's what it was like. What other rides? No, there's only Dodgem we could pick. There's nothing else. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> uh, come here, Haunted House. Come here, haunted house. Yeah, no, no. It doesn't, Can you imagine? No, just does it just doesn't work. Um, no. <laughs> so obviously, this week Dodgem is our puppy dog of the week. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and is there anything in particular that he's done this week that is that you think should cement his position as puppy dog of the week? Well, this week, yeah, he ended up under the oven. In the, it, we've got two cats. And he loves the cats. He'll chase them around the house like mad. And one of the cats, to get away from him when she's had enough, she runs and hides under the oven. And he tries, and he's never got under the oven. And this week he did. And we heard this little squeak, and he's there, tail hanging out, but the rest of his body's stuck under the oven. 
So I'm like, typical puppy, oh. somewhere he shouldn't be. The cat's meowing her head off and he's stuck under the, under the oven. So, um, I don't know. <laughs> One of the things that we've talked about in the podcast on the pa- in, in the past is your dog's voice. So we've got Lincoln oh. and Elvis. Now, when we talk to them, because, of course, you do, you have conversations with yeah. them. Uh, yeah. When I talk to Lincoln, Lincoln talks back like that. Yeah, no, I'll do that. <laughs> Whereas Elvis kind of talks back like that. All right, I'll do it when I want to do it. Does, <laughs> do, does Dodgem have a voice? or? Oh, yeah, he has a little wimpy voice. Does he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Mummy, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> That's wonderful. Oh, that is absolutely smashing. Oh, that is brilliant. He was one of the cats. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. Well, listen, Louise, give all our best to Dodgem. Uh, And obviously, uh, licks and sniffs coming from Lincoln and Elvis as well. Probably, Elvis will probably jump on him. Uh, He'll probably send one of those uh, along because that's how Elvis greets all of the dogs. Um, And um, uh, Dodgem is this week's Puppy Dog of the Week. Oh, fabulous. Thank you very much. Oh, it sounds like Louise is really pleased with that. I mean, you know, it's only a certificate, but it's lovely. And I'm sure Dodgem will thoroughly enjoy it. And hopefully they'll put it up somewhere prominent, like on their front door or something. I would love that. Uh, if you do, as and when you get your certificate, by the way, by all means, post a picture uh, or send me a picture of where you've put it up. Uh, you don't have to put it up, that sounds, you know, but it would be lovely just to see it in situ. If anyone puts it on the front door, I will be over the moon um and the, the reason we're doing this is just it's another way to celebrate our furry friends a little bit more and find out about uh the puppies the dogs and the dog owners who are listening to the puppy podcast so we do this every week puppy dog of the week tell your friends about this it's so simple to nominate your puppy uh you just send a photo to the puppy podcast at gmail.com couple of details about your dog and that's it you get a certificate it's as simple as that we'll hand out a certificate to every single puppy dog of the week uh, and that week's episode it will be dedicated to them as well as to elvis and lincoln um obviously the nominations though can only be submitted by email just email us the puppy podcast at gmail.com which is lovely right let's get started properly now you know we've just we've kind of just been introducing ourselves for the past few minutes time to start this podcast off as we generally do which is dog news dog news seriously i think the big news organizations are going to be on to us i think cnn the bbc sky they're all going to come to us and say pete we're, we're changing our news jingles and we'd like you to provide You'd love it, wouldn't you? Can you imagine if you were watching, like, Sky or Fox News or something? Fox News! That'd be great! Anyway, serious news this week, um, and one that has been particularly prevalent in the UK over the past few days when it has been very warm. Um, I know in certain parts of the US, you know, it's warm 12 months of the year. Um, this is in Nevada, where they have just passed legislation this is senate bill 409 um it raises the penalty for leaving a pet in a hot locked car 
to the same level as leaving a child in the car. So if convicted of a crime under this law, you could face six months in prison or a $1,000 fine, which at the moment is probably about, I don't know, 800, 850 quid. Uh, dog owners are also being warned to keep their pets off hot sidewalks of pavements as it can burn their feet. You might remember uh, a few weeks ago we spoke to James from the White Cross Vets who came on to tell us uh, about Alabama rot. Uh, I'm back in touch with him. We're going to try and get a vet on uh, over the next couple of weeks to come on and talk to us about uh, your dog in hot weather and what it means, and particularly puppies in hot weather, and what we should be doing and uh, what we really should avoid doing. But I think that's great news because, um, as I say, over the past couple of days, we were coming back from Joe's parents just this past weekend, and in the, the car... Um, uh, when we got into the car, it was 32 degrees in the car. So it was a real struggle driving back. And we had to stop a couple of times and basically just treat the dogs like they were, you know, racehorse winners um, because, and just pour cold water over them. This is how bad it was. We stopped at one services and got the dogs out on the leads, got the dogs out, covered them with water. And then we're like, okay, well, let's carry on. And they wouldn't get back in the car, which is really unusual. Lincoln normally will just jump in any car. He doesn't give them monkeys. But no, he, he absolutely slammed. I had to bodily, if he's, he's about five stone now, Lincoln. Um, so I had to bodily pick him up. Because picking up Elvis, I can still do reasonably easily. But picking up Lincoln was a real struggle. And I had to pick him up and bodily put him in the car. And we were just driving along, sunroof open, all the windows open, just to try and get as much cool air uh, in as possible. So, yeah, we'll definitely talk more about the hot weather over the next... Because I don't think it's the last we've seen of it. Um, so we'll, we'll definitely talk about it more over the coming weeks. Um, so that is this week's dog news. Dog news. Um, uh, one of the things I did on social media this week, of course, we are on uh, Facebook, uh, on Twitter. Uh, we are on uh, Instagram as well. You can go and find us there, post pictures at least once a day, uh, sometimes twice a day. We'll do live videos occasionally. Uh, just follow us. That would be really, really good. Uh, I posted a photo of Joe's slipper. She wants me to tell you that it's her favourite slipper or it was her favourite pair of slippers. One of them was taken by uh, Elvis. It became his favourite slipper, apparently, and uh, he took it into the garden and chewed it to bits. It was a proper destruction job on this slipper. And it's unusual because he's never done anything like this before. We, you know, have shoes and slippers and things in various places throughout the house, and he's never, ever given any of them a second thought, but he was really keen on this, clearly. So I posted it and asked for your tales of doggy destruction. Thank you so much for getting in touch. Mandy says, um, my two, Bo and Flo, when they were puppies, they would rip to shreds anything that came through the letterbox. So we bought an external box and asked the postman to use that. However, a delivery driver one day didn't know this. I walked in the door one day to see bits of chewed paper. It was my daughter's passport. <laughs> no! Oh, no! 
Oh, my goodness. She says, Mandy said, I had to go down to Liverpool to get another and explain what had happened. Oh, Mandy. Oh, my goodness. You see, those are the times when you think, you know, it might be better if we just sell the dogs. Uh, no, I'm only joking. Of course, I'm only joking. But your daughter's passport, my goodness. That's not easy to get at the best of times. Cheryl uh, said, thankfully, just any stuffed animal that was cotton. We've kept all shoes away from Dexter, who, of course... Uh, was the very first puppy dog of the week. Uh, Cheryl says Dexter chewed a little of the coffee table, which I was able to fix. Again, and we've been really lucky with Elvis that he's not a furniture chewer. Uh, Melissa has been on Kipper, who we heard about last week, actually likes to sleep with her head in my slipper. I say her in that way because every time Melissa and I speak, I call Kipper a him. And I can only apologize. I feel mortified about it. Because if anyone called Elvis a her, in the same way I can imagine if someone called your child by the wrong gender, it is like, no, they are, they, you know, Elvis is a boy. Don't call him a girl. And even though Melissa's told me two or three times it's a her, I seem insistent on calling Kipper a he. Anyway, Kipper's not. Kipper's a girl. Um, And she sleeps with her head in Melissa's slipper. As far as destruction, she scratched and chewed a small area of wall and she shredded a few puppy pads. Overall, we're very lucky she's not a big chewer. You are very lucky, uh, Melissa. Kevin says, first puppy, first day. Four table legs, three chair legs, a lump of cushion floor and the lower foot of a door frame. The second day, we gave her a bone to chew on. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm not surprised. Um, Eileen says, my foot... What? Your puppy chewed your foot off? Oh, no. Sorry. Um, Eileen says, okay, so it hasn't perished, but I've had cuts and bruises because Theo, who's my five and a half month old Westie, is obsessed with biting at my right slipper slash foot. Sometimes I have to walk around with him attached. I don't know what to do to get him to stop. Oh, Eileen, that sounds... If anyone can suggest anything, by the way, to stop Eileen... um, walking around effectively with a dog attached to her ankle, uh, then we'd love to hear your, your stories, your, your thoughts, your theories, your suggestions as to what Eileen can do. I'll have a look at that, Eileen, and see if I can't get back to you with something on that. And Annalise got in touch with a very cute picture of Zephyr saying, luckily, this was Zephyr with a slipper in Zephyr's mouth. And Annalise says, luckily, Zephyr was spotted before destruction ensued. Uh, that's good. It's good. Good if you can catch them early. It is good if you can catch them early. Thank you so much for all your comments uh, on that. And do keep them coming in. Just if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, I mean, we're currently towards the end of June 2017. But if it's the middle of October 2017, if it's January 2024, it doesn't matter. All subjects are always open. If you want to join in with the conversation, then you can. Anything that we've talked about on the Puppy Podcast is always up for discussion. We, In the past, we've talked about, I don't know, the best fictional dog, your dog's voice, which we've already heard about with Louise uh, when she told us about Dodgem, who's this week's Puppy Dog of the Week. Um, how your dog got their name. All kinds of things. 
Um, but yeah, do get in touch on Facebook at the Puppy Podcast page, on Twitter at Puppy Podcast, on Instagram at the Puppy Podcast, or you can always email the Puppy Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'll do things that Elvis has eaten. Obviously, we've already mentioned Joe's slipper. Uh, some underground electrical wiring, which was a little bit disturbing, and some lights. We've had some garden work done in the past week, basically a bit of clearance. A lot of overgrown things, they've all been kind of cut back. Um, and so that has meant that Elvis has found new areas to dig in. And he's clearly unearthed some old bits of electrical wire, because I think the previous owners of the house, we've been here two years, previous owners of the house... I think had a range of garden lights um, which fell into misuse good knows, goodness knows how long ago. And the reason I, I say I presume that's the case is because it's not just this bit of underground electrical wiring. It's not the wire itself. It's kind of a plastic um, concertina tube that goes around it. So he's just been, he's kind of dug that up. He's not been eating it as such. But the light fittings, yeah, he's had them. Uh, these kind of rusty old light fittings. He's just getting and just kind of... Ch- this makes it sound like I don't even watch what he's doing. But honestly, he's done all of this in the 10 minutes I've been putting laundry away. Or I've just been on the phone in the other room. Or I've been working in the office. or Because generally, as you know, the doors are always open. The dogs can come and go. And I go and check on them every now and again. You know, pretty regularly. But, yeah, in those few short minutes, he's turned most of the garden into some kind of quarry uh, this week. Uh, They've been playing in the water as well. I did post a video of that um, in the past week or so, and they've really enjoyed that. And it's been helping to keep them cool as well. And and I'm really glad that both of them are very much water dogs and really like the water. They like being in the water um, because a lot of the places we like to take them streams and lakes and, and rivers or the sea and things like that so I'm, I'm uh, really pleased they're not you know nesh or scared about going in uh, this weekend um, because we worked out that Lincoln was six months old when we let him off the lead this weekend we're going to try and walk Elvis off the lead for the first time I'll try and do a live video but it may be that I am just chasing Elvis uh, either way, we'll definitely get some footage that we can put on social media. Um, a couple of people have been asking about Elvis eating his mess and what can be done. Um, someone suggested melon. So we've been adding melon to his evening meal. And fingers crossed, that seems to be working. I want... But on top of that, we've been far um, sharper on when he has gone out to the garden to... Uh, do a poo. We've been really kind of uh, much uh, quicker on uh, following him out, uh, you know, cleaning up as soon as he's finished and things like that. But the melon does seem to be working. And the training is going a little bit better, uh, I'm glad to say. Thanks to Deb, who gave us some advice about harnesses we should buy. We've gone with a True Love harness, uh, which has got a double contact, so a contact on his chest, contact on his back, and a handle as well, uh, which is quite good for uh, another good way of, of controlling them or helping to control them. Um, so, and that seems to be slowly but surely working. 
The next thing we're trying to get over him is jumping up. Loves jumping up at visitors, which I I don't like. It's fine for us because we're used to it. But any nervous visitors or kids, I really am not that keen on it at all. Um, So, yeah, so that's the next thing uh, we are going to be working on. And hopefully when we do training again... I will do a report that will be much, much better. In fact, that will be on next week's episode. If you want to get in touch with us, uh, we love to hear from you. Genuinely, I love to see your photos, hear your stories, um, find out if you are a new puppy owner, if there's anything we can help with, or if there's any kind of advice you've come across that you think other puppy owners might benefit from. By all means, let us know about it. On Facebook, at the Puppy Podcast page, on Twitter at Puppy Podcast, on Instagram at The Puppy Podcast, or on email thepuppypodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Google Play, on iHeartRadio, and all good podcast apps. Genuinely, I know I say this every week, but the, the heartfelt nature of it still remains the same. I am so grateful that you have chosen this podcast and you've listened to this podcast. It really does mean a lot. This has been a Monkey Pants production. And I tell you what, everybody, how about I see you next week? <laughs>